You've heard of unconditional love, but have you heard of the secret to unconditional happiness and allowing more into your life? More wealth, more success, and more love. More freedom in your life right now. Welcome to the Happy Bar with Israel Savage. Well, I had a question come up when you were talking about where we put our focus determining what we put in our lives. Mm-hmm. And I definitely understand that. I had something happen this week that completely took me by surprise in a not good way. Mm-hmm. And I didn't feel like I was at all lining up with what came back to me. So I'm trying to kind of make sense of it. Okay. Um, Can you share the details? Yeah. I, um, so I signed up for New York casting. You know, I had been on Actors Access over a year ago, and I just kind of stopped auditioning for whatever, you know, life reasons. So I've been submitting, and that's exciting, and I'm focusing on, you know, what I'm excited to work on. And I had um, been contacted by somebody who was a casting director. He said, he left me a message at like 11 or maybe it was 10 at night during a weekday. And I wasn't going to call back, you know, at that time, even though he left a very kind of jumbled message that he has a theater company and he's interested in my theater background and my MFA. And um, I could call as late as I want or text. And anyway, long story short, I did call back and he's a rambler. You know, and he talked a lot about films that he likes, asked me what I like. Um, he asked uh, for my email so he could send me scripts. So he did, and he asked for just a couple of pictures of me. So I just sent my headshot and one other kind of headshot. Um, and the scripts I got back were really awful roles. They're like sexual and, you know, a lot of drinking in there. And I, I'm just like, whoa, this is... But at the same time, the only thing I can make sense of is, you know, I keep up with the news and this week I woke up at like four in the morning and um, I was reading about Monster Energy, the discrimination lawsuits. So I started a play based on that and that's the sexual discrimination and that's the only kind of thing I can think of. Maybe that's kind of why this lined up. Gotcha. Anyway, that's it. Well, tell me how you how were you feeling if you if you could give words to it. Um, so when he when he called you up and started to talk to you, what were the feelings as he started to ramble that you? Uh, I just felt a little uncomfortable because I was I was at work, and he just he really seemed aimless, and he just kept talking about films and what films he liked. He asked what I liked, and he just didn't have. Um, you know, he was, it wasn't someone, in my opinion, who seemed organized and like, okay, I had, you know, he just kind of said, well, I'd love to, you know, we can meet for coffee. I'm starting the, or I have a theater company. I'd be interested in you, you know, working with me. I'm raising money. And I just felt, you know, not excited. I felt like let down, deflated. Got it. So let down, deflated, um, yeah, uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. And when you got the scripts, how did you feel? Oh, I felt mortified. I was just like, uh, it just, I felt repulsed, like a revulsion, you know? Got like it. Really crude stuff, some of it. And yeah. just not flushed out. Like, I just, I, I felt 
not respect, not respected, you know, and not respect, not, not valued, not appreciated. Yeah. It, it, felt, undervalued. it felt violating actually borderline violating. So can you think of um, a similar feeling place, uh, even if it's not as extreme and clear as that in, in the last week, maybe at work where you felt uncomfortable or you felt aimless or, or even repulsion? Not, not to that degree. Yeah, I guess okay. I can. It wasn't in the workplace. Yes. By the news. Yes. Okay. All right. Great. And so there yeah. it is. And, and so what, what happens is that more makes more. There's a momentum that builds and whatever the thing is that draws the thing in is going to have a similar feeling, emotional vibration to it, but it's going to be a little less because again, there's a momentum that builds, right? And when we watch something and we line up with it, now it's okay to, to watch things. We can't help but watch things. But when you give your focus to it, your emotional focus, uh, so much so that you allow it to affect you, then you do that long enough, long enough, and it doesn't take long, just, a, just a, a few seconds of emotional focus. Then you draw to yourself other similar feeling thoughts um, or people or events, and, and, but just a little more, then just a little more, and then just a little more. The answer is always within us that, that whatever that thing is, there's something about the quality of the way that it makes us feel that reveals where we've put our focus. And the good news is you're, you're sensitive enough to your own emotions to realize, wow, okay, what did I do to, what, to, to draw this into my experience? I shared this last week, but I'll share it again here. You know, my son, we have conversations lately about, about taking responsibility. And he's quick, just like I was in my early teens and even early 20s, to blame other people for his situation. He's only nine, but, but still, uh, it, you know, ah, so-and-so did this and then you made, made me do this and this and this and now look at what you, what you did kind of thing. And the conversation we had was how does that make you feel to know that you are at the mercy of someone else? Not good uh, because that not good feeling, that thought about being at the mercy that it's someone else's fault that I am where I am and I can do nothing about it. It isn't in alignment with the way your greater you sees things. Your greater you would instead say, you played a part in this. You played a part in this. And you, you were in a place that was uh, receptive to this. You were in an emotional place, a practiced emotional place that was receptive to this. And so that's more powerful to say, okay, what part did I play and, and what could I do differently, right? Than to say, Someone else, I'm at the mercy of someone else. Uh, and the truth is, we're always lining up. And we're always lining up with other people, places, and things based on where we put our focus. The thing to do, though, is, you know, we, it was, this was a great conversation to have. And I, I appreciate you bringing it up. And it was just the right conversation. But now we want to put our focus on things that feel better. Uh, because even in the retelling of the story, uh, it... it it conjures those feelings again. And so, so we want to just be aware of that and start to train and put our focus on things that feel better and better. As I sh often shared, I can't watch CNN. For me personally, where I am in, in life right now, five seconds, 10 seconds, 17 seconds, and whew, I can feel my emotion changing. But the, the subtle thing about that 
is I'll say, all right, Israel, come on, you can handle it. Just five minutes, just five minutes. Just, we will just watch five minutes. And I won't even realize it. I, I, it, I become desensitized because the next day it might be 10 minutes, you know? And then as I pull to me and draw to me things that feel less and less good feeling, then I, I, I'm less aware of the dissonance between good feeling and not so good feeling, right? I've started to started to line up and it's so insidious the way it happens. The reason that that felt so odd to you is because your practice place of being usually is a better feeling place than that, right? And so, and that's what we, we always want to, stuff like that is going to happen. And we always, we want to feel it. We want to feel the difference um, so that we can make those adjustments before the momentum gets so big that we are desensitized and it has a life of its own. You know, I've been reading a lot and what I'm reading is not necessarily, like it's just, I, I'm loving it, but you know, some of the things are set in Chinese history and, you know, some tapestries of not happy things. Mm -hmm. So I don't, it's definitely informing my writing and myself as a sensitive person. And I guess I'm trying to strike the balance between not letting those dark feelings, you know, take over. So I, th I think I'm just trying to practice putting my attention on good feelings um, but I guess my question might be that subconsciously some of this stuff is creeping in. Well, not just subconsciously, but consciously. There, uh, yeah. You know, because you're, you're, you're seeing these images, you're feeling these feelings. And that's what I mean. You know, we have to decide how, how much do we want to succeed? How much do we want our desires? And if we truly believe that our feelings matter, that our feelings do guide us and do direct us if we truly believe that then are we are we willing to pay the price of focusing more on good feeling things than not so good feeling things to have everything we ever wanted how much do we really want what we want right and and it's a choice and whatever you choose is okay remember you can't get it wrong you know uh you can't get it wrong wherever you choose from where you are is okay but I promise you this, more makes more, right? And, and so with the things that you've, you've been reading, continue to be sensitive about, okay, is, is, am I in a place where I am being affected emotionally in a way that's not good feeling about this? And the second that I am, close the book, right? Uh, now, what does this mean for actors, right? What does this mean for sensitive artists? What does this mean for writing? You, you know, we've been taught and and this is the root of how everything goes wrong we've been taught that you have to suffer in order to be worthy you have to suffer in order to understand the human experience in order to be an artist you have to suffer now a belief is just a thought you keep thinking right and if you believe that then that's the path you've charted for yourself and and that's the path that you will take but it's not necessary. It's not necessary. Remember, this is a conversation that we started with. You can't make a sick person well by becoming sick yourself, right? You can't communicate the story more effectively of someone who has been through hardships by going through those hardships, even if it's not physically, but emotionally yourself. It's not going to help. 
you need the vantage point of alignment, the, the vantage point of seeing things from the outside in. When you're in the murk and mire right there with them, you're not going to be able to communicate these stories. And so there is a way, there is a better feeling way. But the question is, is that better feeling way important enough to you to monitor your focus? I don't want to cut myself off from reading. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. But know this, if, if this topic that you're reading about is a tough topic for you to, to be compassionate about instead of being empathetic, then maybe don't read that topic just yet. Maybe you need to read some topics and that, that get you in a better feeling place and then maybe go back to this, this topic. But again, it's back also to that conversation that we had. How important is feeling good to you? How important is achieving your desires to you? Is it more important than everything else? Is the acceleration of that more important than everything else? Uh, is it more important to achieve your desires, to, to achieve them in a way that feels good than to line up and empathize with these stories? No, the answer may be not really because right now I, I, I really love these stories and, and I, li- I like the way I f- they make me feel. I like the not good feeling way that I feel. Uh, maybe, maybe I like the struggle right? Sometimes we do. Sometimes the struggle of it all becomes our friend. Sometimes, you know, there was a year where, where everything just seemed to be going so horribly wrong it, it, for me in my life, financially in every way, that I almost rejoiced in that validated that point of view and perspective because it gave me great stories to tell. And I had gathered around me people who loved to hear me tell my story. And I was so good at telling my story of woe, and it was so funny. Maybe, maybe sometimes I remember dating, all the, all the dating relationships. You won't believe this one, right? You won't be, believe this one. And what happened? Oh, my gosh, everybody is nuts. Everybody is this. Uh, and, and so there were people who were just with I was – I was enjoying things not going the way that I wanted them to. It was a part of who – I was, not really, but, but that's how I felt. And, and maybe that's the place that you're in. That's, that's definitely been the place that I've been in before. But you don't have to stay there forever. You know, you can, you can make a different choice uh, if you like. Um, or you could stay there for as long as you want to. And, but know that the power is yours and it all has to do with where you put it. If you liked what you just heard, then take inspired action now. That's right, act while you are feeling good. And build on your momentum. Schedule your free discovery call with me at instudios-nyc.com forward slash happy bar.